You're listening to Mystery Still Unsolved, a podcast where we discuss unsolved mysteries, both past and present. I'm your host, Rochelle. Today, we will be discussing haunted hotels with my mom. Hello and welcome to the pod. Thank you for being here for the second part of the Halloween series. I'm excited to welcome our first guest host, the myth, the legend, the woman who introduced me to the dark world of the macabre, the OG queen of Halloween herself, my mom, Maddie Fairbank. Welcome to the (laughs) podcast. Wow, that's the best intro I ever had, ever. (laughs) You really are the Halloween queen though. You're like obsessed with Halloween. I love Halloween. All right. So before we get started on the content of today's episode, I just wanted to ask you a few questions so that way the listeners can get to know a little bit about you. So when, when I was a kid, we watched a lot of true crime, unsolved mysteries, creepy lifetime movies. And like I said, my mom's the one that got me involved with all that kind of stuff. So I'm wondering, mom, when did you get interested in true crime and spooky stuff? How old were you? Okay, so I think that we, I think that we all as a kid, you know, we have, we all have heard about the boogeyman. I mean, that is something from the United States. That's an American, the American boogeyman, you know? Yeah. Well, I grew up in Puerto Rico. If you guys didn't know, Rochelle's mom is Puerto Rican. <laughs> so that should explain a lot about her spunkiness. And right my here. anger problems. <laughs> <laughs> the anger problems about, about murdering. Um, so in Puerto Rico, we had something similar to the boogeyman. It was called Cuco, you know. And I'm sorry if this means anything to any any other word, bad word for any Spanish other speaking country, but in Puerto Rico, it's called Cuco. And Cuco, you don't go to sleep. El Cuco is coming to get you. Well, it kind of backfired because my favorite uncle that I love, his nickname was Cuco. So for me, it was like, yay, Cuco's coming. Okay, well, I'm confused because... Abuelo Cuco is from Puerto Rico, so why is that his nickname? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. His name was Jose Manuel, and they call him Cuco. I don't know why. It's just it's funny that they would I... give him a scary entity's name as a nickname. <laughs> Which funny. was kind of funny because he was like the nicest guy ever. We were yeah. so excited. You know, he was really nice. So I think it started with that, and then it comes Rochelle's favorite. If you guys don't know these, my daughter is terrified. There's one thing that terrifies her behind little kids. I already know it's what you're going to say. <laughs> the Legend of La Llorona. Uh, I still haven't watched that movie. They just came out with a movie, and I cannot do it. It's too scary. Really? They came out with a movie? I, I watched movie? the trailer, and I was, like, going to pee my pants. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I still sometimes go Rochelle in the middle of the night and go La Llorona. Yeah, that's the worst. And if you don't know about La Llorona, La Llorona is awesome. La Llorona is a Mexican legend of a lady who had a lover and she let her kids play in the river and the kids drown. And every night she goes around the riverbanks going, Donde esta mi Even if I'm saying this, my daughter's covering her eyes, her ears, because she hates this. It's like, where are my children? And I think that it just intrigued me, like, who is this lady? What is she doing that? What happened? 
So I think that I was one of them. And then there's so many legends. I mean, in Puerto Rico with the El Morro, you know, like Garita, um, you know, and then there's also like the, you know, the Bermuda Triangle. Like you yeah. fly to Puerto Rico, you go to the Bermuda Triangle. There's so many things. But I think myself as a early teenager, I think it was like, you know, the clue game. You know, you have Clue, and then the movie came out, and I'm a fanatic of Agatha Christie, you know, like, the, uh, not so much about the books, but the, the movies, you know, yeah. because I'm, I'm, you know, a teenager doesn't really want to read the books. No, <laughs> who wants to so read So the movies were amazing, and it's just that kind of stuff, and then as I grew up, you know, it was intriguing for me, it was fun. I, I do have to clarify that I don't think you and I, like, at least, I... I, I want to talk about myself. I don't like gory, no. diabolic. Like you and I don't like the no. gory, diabolic. Like I know, made the mistake of doing the pod, an episode last week on Jack the Ripper, and I don't really know what I was expecting. I thought I knew about it, but then like reading the gory details, I was like, ew, I don't even know if I want to do this. But I was yeah, already too late to try to do it. Yeah, you, you and I don't lie. I like we the psychological like stuff, the ghosts. Yeah, the scary movies, something that is killing people, or like... Or the psychology behind out. it. No. Yeah. But things like that, that are psychological or something like suspense, you know? Yeah. Um, those are the things that we like. Um, and we don't like unfairness, too, so... Yeah. It's just Justice. kind of like the things that intrigue <laughs> us, you know? Okay, so another question I have is, have the women in our family always been intrigued by this stuff? Because I know that Abuela loves this kind of stuff like whenever I would watch Criminal Minds when I was living with Abuela in college she would watch Criminal Minds with me so I think that she's obsessed with it but is she the only one or are all the ladies do we come from a long line of creepy women I guess I'm asking <laughs> witchy women yeah witchy women so I okay so let me just clear this out when she refers to Abuela it's really my aunt She's yeah. the matriarch of our family, and she, I was raised by my grandmother, uh, my biological grandmother, and Abuela was her oldest daughter, so that's mm -hmm. what she's referring to. Yeah. So my biological mother does not like this stuff. She is a chicken by heart and by... <laughs> yes, I didn't know her. that! My mom is a chicken. Oh, I did not know. It was more like the, you know, my grandma uh, grew up in a farm, you know, and mm -hmm. she grew up in the other side of the island, which, you know, it was dark and things like that. And she didn't like that stuff. I mean, come on. It's like kind of like, you know, that something happened. It's like the gossip of the village, you know, yeah. kind of like the legends and stuff. So it was kind of fun. But she was not into the Halloween stuff. I mean, she had fun, but it was not that. My other aunt. That makes sense, though, yeah. that she wouldn't be into it because she lives out in the middle of nowhere. So she's probably like, I don't want to read about this stuff because I'd yeah. rather just live not knowing what could potentially be outside of our house in the country than, like, yeah. to know and, like, think about it all the time. And to think about it, she was, like, this is the early 1900s, like, 1925. Yeah. So, like, there was no TV, like, no, nothing no to No internet. Read. Yeah. So it was mostly by... Let's be honest, by gossip, you know, yeah. she said this, he said that, like folk tales, legends, and things like that. So, you know, I'm pretty sure that was entertaining for them. So that mm -hmm. was kind of fun. Now, my abuela, who she refers to, the matriarch of our family, this is Daisy. the big lady of our house, the big kahuna, <laughs> the big kahuna, Daisy. She, Daisy, she liked mystery. 
But here's the secret, Rochelle. She is the chicken. That woman lives with like locks all over her house, and yeah. she has to check them, uncheck and uncheck in the middle of the night. I mean, she lights it up, but not too scary. And I tried to get her when we were going to different places to stay. Um, she would never stay. She's like, if I hear that there is a ghost in this, I am going to go right away. You know how she talks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have no faith in here. I'm no thing here with no ghost. <laughs> yeah, so she's definitely not the person, but she does like to listen about it because you know she like her famous code is, and then they die. Yeah, I know that's her <laughs> that's her favorite thing, and then they die. Okay, so um, oh everybody, just so you know, we're doing this over the phone, so if there's like any like low quality or skipping, like that's why we're just trying to do our best over here. So, um, okay, so. What has been a case or mystery that has really stuck with you? Because for me, it's the case of John Benet Ramsey. I think I was like, ugh, I don't know. Like, it happened in 96, so I think I would have been six. The same age that Riley is now, which is super weird. But I was six years old when that happened. And so I remember going to the grocery store with you and waiting in the lines and seeing John Benet Ramsey's face all over the magazines and stumbling in while you and dad were like watching an interview on the news. And so I think that that's why the case has stuck with me because I was six and really impressionable at the time. Um, and there's just been no resolve to that situation. So I think that is the case that really got me interested in this sort of thing but what was that case for you so i so i have a i mean there's so many like folk stories you know yeah. that but what about like a real one like i don't know so there's a real one and i am a, there was a famous um celebrity in puerto rico who had daytime daytime host you know and he was well known and he like a tv show or a radio show like tv show TV i mean show. he okay. was one of the he was one of the fathers of like he was him and his wife who were like they have all these shows you know and they were well like and um they were going through a divorce and um one day he didn't show up at all for his live show this was mm -hmm. live tv and everybody was looking for him and he's here Nobody knew, I think it was for months who have done it. And that was very intriguing for me because, you know, all these clues kept happening. And then they realized that it was his own wife. <gasps> his wife it. did it? His wife did it while they had the music going. And then one of the daughters was upstairs. Like, she had no idea that was happening. Why did like, she do it? Was she having, like, an affair or something? Um, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to say something that I'm not really know because I was yeah. very young. I was like, even, oh, like, okay. I was not even, like, I was not even in middle school then. Okay. Um, so I just remember that she did, she like had somebody bring him over, kidnap him, kill him. Oh. And, like, so, they hid all the pictures in this cage. So this was like an elaborate did, thing. <laughs> Yeah, this was like bad. And she was a huge, like, celebrity in Puerto Rico. They were, like, the big things in Puerto Rico. But that case was solved. I mean, she's yeah. in jail. <laughs> yeah. The case was solved. But That's all right. It got you into true crime, though. So Yeah, but one that I really love that I wish that <clears throat> my beautiful daughter here would do is Emilia Earhart. Oh, yeah. Whatever happened to her? I know. I mean, I and there's so I many conspiracy theories about it. That would be a good I, one to do. I want to 
know. Like, you know, when you go to the other side of heaven, I want to know, where did you go? What happened, <laughs> what happened to you? <laughs> I want to know what happened. All right. So I had another question for you, but you kind of already answered it because it was a double answer. But I was going to say, um, every town or city has their little dark secret, their their hometown murder. Um, so, for instance, um, I grew up in Syracuse, New York. I think I've mentioned that on the podcast before. And I remember being in, like, my eighth grade year of middle school when the whole John Jamelski thing happened when he was, like, he had, like, a bunker and he was, like, keeping women and girls in, in the bunker. And that became, like, famous nationwide. And it was just kind of weird because it didn't actually happen in Syracuse. It happened in, like, a suburb of Syracuse. Yeah. Um, but they even – it became pretty notorious because they even filmed a Criminal Minds episode based off of John Jamelski and all the things that he did. And so I was going to ask you, do you have a hometown murder or something like that in Puerto Rico? But you just answered that. So <laughs> that's cool. I asked. That was yeah. a huge change. That was like, I mean, she, she one of the tools that they used for killing him was like um, ice picks. Oh, like poor man. Oh, it was really poor man. It was really sad. And he was a very nice guy. So, yeah, yeah. that was really sad. That was the big, like, the big thing in Puerto Rico was that. Yeah. Well, we don't just talk about murders, luckily. Sometimes you try to keep it a little bit lighthearted. And so I know that Puerto Rico, where you grew up, is, isn't it one of the points of the Bermuda Triangle, or am I wrong? Oh, yeah. It's, like, one of the corners of the Bermuda Triangle. Okay. So, did that ever even phase you when you were growing up there? Like, do you remember any stories while you were living there? Did you guys talk about it in high school, or was it just, like, eh, we don't even talk about it because it's so common place? So, it's always fascinating. At least for me, it was always fascinating. I know that in high school, you know, everybody goes, ooh, the Bermuda Triangle. <clears throat> Excuse me. And that is when those cases began you know on the tv they were starting to show um <clears throat> sorry guys yeah. um, um uh, uh, they were starting to show like little clips of movies about you know like big long ropes of people following with cargo and then all of a sudden feeling like the boat was behind and that you couldn't see it and then there's this green this, you know green, this green light fog and yeah you know that what always happens <clears throat> the aliens also happen a lot in Puerto Rico. We have a we have a natural rainforest in Puerto Rico called a Junque, and everybody was like, "Oh, don't go to certain areas because the aliens are there." We have Ooh, seen aliens I didn't know about aliens in the forest. I thought there were oh, aliens yeah, just like in the Bermuda Triangle. The I mean, I don't know. I'm not a scientist. It could have been something from the rainforest or something. Yeah. You know? but, but well, they have a lot of like bioluminescent activity there. Yeah. But yeah. Ooh, so that was always very interesting about that. Um I mean every little place have fun things like that. You know, there's always the the unknown. I mean your father, I remember the first time we went to Puerto Rico, I believe you were yeah. three years old. He yeah. was terrified. He has never flown over the ocean and when they and for some reason the pilot announced, um Hey, we're flying over the Bermuda Triangle. Your father almost had a heart attack. Yeah, he's, he like, was probably oh, like <laughs> gripping the seats. Yeah. Tell me when we're out of it. <laughs> I know. So I mean, everybody's you know, but I didn't see it as a big thing. I, you know, I always like vacationing, so I was very excited. To yeah. Just... <laughs> and you're just probably <laughs> used to it because you were living in one of the points, so. Well, thanks for letting us know a little bit about your history of l true crime love and mystery love. 
Um, so this episode in particular is about haunted hotels. And the reason that I asked my mom to be a guest on today's episode is because I want to say that over like the last 12 years that you've become really interested in haunted hotels. And I think that you probably were interested in it before, but now in the past 12 years, you've actually stayed at a couple of them. So (laughs) what in the world possessed you to actually take the plunge and like book to stay at a haunted hotel? Okay. So let's just make this clear. (laughs) I am not like God or black nails, or like, I don't, I don't wear like, you know, like witchy stuff. No, you do. Not by, well, Halloween, yes, but I'm by any means, and my daughter's here, she can be the proof of that, by any means, am I cool or hip? (laughs) I don't know, this is pretty cool. (laughs) At least my daughter and my kids don't think that I'm pretty hip, but the first, okay, so I've always been fascinated, but again, I don't like, like, satanic or, oh, like, yeah. you know, yeah, murdering or, like, diabolic things. Demon, demonic things. Demonic things or anything like that. Even though I like shows that might have that, I would just go fast forward, just be like, yeah. oh, I don't <laughs> But here's what happened. The first time I stayed at a haunted hotel was by pure accident. And I think I called you when I You got did. You were like, I'm staying at a haunted hotel. And I was like, on purpose? And you were like, no. <laughs> no, it was not on purpose. And I'm not even going to say the name of this hotel because I know you're going to talk about this later. But yeah. I just remember it was very late at night and your father had a conference and they booked us in this hotel because that's where everybody, that's where the conference was being taking place at. And I just remember it was very late in September. So I live in upstate New York. So it gets very late and very dark. And this is like a very like, kind of like, you know, not anything. And it was kind of rainy and kind of foggy. And I remember going to the entrance and having that eerie feeling that I was saying, at the clue mansion. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you got a, a weird vibe like right away then without I even knowing. Right away. Your father thought that it was just my wild imagination. Um then we checked in and I'll tell you that by a little bit later, but it was my direction. But that intrigued me because I have so many fun experiences there that I wanted to do more. And that's what got me involved in staying in those places. Okay, so I know that the first time was an accident, but how on earth did you get Dad to agree to go on purpose the other two times? <laughs> All right, so I love the man. He's amazing, but he doesn't really believe on this stuff. No, he so doesn't. I think he stuff. does believe in it, though. I think that's why he doesn't like it. <laughs> well, we'll talk about the first experience in a second, which made him intrigued by the whole thing, but... He knew that I liked it. We've been married for 31 years, so yeah. the guy is amazing. I mean, your dad is amazing. You yeah. know that. Um, but he will do anything that I would do, and he won't let me do it by myself. Like, he would yeah. be concerned if I go and say, hey, I'm going to stay in a haunted room. If you don't want to go, you don't have to go. He'd be like, oh, no, because he feels like a protector. So yeah. I think he does it more because he knows it's fun, you know, And but he just. He doesn't really like it, yeah. <laughs> we go. No, I used to him there, and he's always like, whoa, 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 whoa. You know? "Well, yeah." Whenever I call but, him, no, when he, you guys are staying there, he's always like, "I don't want to be here." <laughs> your mother makes me do this. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is silly. 
All right, so drum roll. Tell us the names of the three hotels that you guys have stayed at um, in order of where it went, when you guys stayed there and where they're located, if you can remember. Um, so, yeah. All right. So everything started in um, 2014. I actually have to look it up. Yeah. I have to look at the pictures. Um, so the first one is a beautiful historical hotel. It's, like, amazing. And, if, again, none of these hotels I'm putting down, I think that people should go to these hotels because their their history and their structure and yeah. their service is amazing. And they're really right, pretty. So they yeah, they're amazing. They have good ratings. They're like amazing, beautiful places with great, great service. The first one is in Cooperstown, New York. And it is Baseball. Otestaga. Otestaga, I think it's called. The Otestaga Hotel, which yeah. is actually one of the historical hotels here in New York. Like by the society, like a historical society. Yeah. And it's beautiful. Protected. That was the first one. That was the one by accident. Mm-hmm. Um, the second one is actually at West Point, New York. And if you guys know anything about West Point, New York, it's where the big military school is that is super hard to get into. Inside that, and this is the place that I don't know if you can just like drive in and go because whenever we when we stay there, we have to have security clearance. the name of the city but it's down in my notes so yeah it's one of those places that you know they have a Missouri in one place and the Missouri in another place and yeah so yeah. it's kind of like one of those places that it's just kind of like border I think was it yeah. Kansas or something like that yeah it was one of them we, so. were, we were we were traveling across and that is one of the spookiest I know I know you read about this one of the yeah I, one of the spookiest places that I have ever stayed but the most beautiful place that I that was the funnest one to research when I was doing my research um that one had like the most creepy evidences so we'll get into that (laughs) all right so what I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna go through each one of the hotels that my mom has stayed at and just give kind of a brief history of it and then I'll probably tell you like a couple of instances that I either found on the website some of the web some of the hotel's websites didn't want to advertise so (laughs) They didn't want to talk about it on their website. Um, And then I'm going to, and actually two out of the three hotels that you stayed at have actually been on a Ghost Hunters episode. Um, So I went ahead and I watched those episodes. So Yeah, you told me that. You told me that that same thing you told me that after we stayed in the first one, because I would have freaked out if I would have seen that episode while I was staying there. Yeah, don't do that. Because we stayed in, because we stayed in, in the, in the room, in the room. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to just give a kind of a brief history of each hotel, and then I'm going to have my mom share her experience while she was staying at the hotel. Sound good? All right. Okie dokie. 
So the first hotel that you stayed at was the Hotel Otisaga in Cooperstown, New York. I think that I was in college when you guys stayed there, and I remember being super shocked when you called me that you guys were even planning on staying there. <laughs> but I guess now I know that it was an accident. You didn't mean to stay there. So you guys stayed there yeah. for a work trip. So I looked up the hotel, and I was able to find the following information. So first off, the Otisaga is huge. Like, it's huge. And I'll post a picture of it on the Instagram at Mystery Still Unsolved. Shameless plug. And it is an enormous estate on the shores of Otisaga Lake. It's super, super pretty. And if I didn't know it was haunted, that I would totally stay there, too, because it's really gorgeous. But apparently... The hotel's got some secrets. I went on their site, and they clearly don't want to advertise that part of their history. Um, probably not to deter people like me, who wouldn't stay there if they knew that it was haunted. Um, so we're going to have to go off of what I learned from the episode and what we learned from my mom. Um, but the Otisaga Hotel, or the Otisaga Resort, is a historic four-star nat a uh, four-star hotel located in the village of Cooperstown, New York, on Lake Street. It was built in 1909 in the federal style. The hotel is a contributing building to the Cooperstown Historic District on the southern shore of Lake Otsego in Cooperstown, New York. It has been selected by the National Trust for Historic Pre Preservation as a member of the Historic Hotels of America. So it's a big deal. Uh, the hotel opens each year in mid-April and closes after Thanksgiving. It has 135 rooms and occupies 700 feet of Otsego Lake Shore. The Otisaga has also two restaurants and features an 18-hole golf course that was also established when they opened in 1909. The hotel was designed by architect Percy Griffin and built by Stephen Carlton Clark and his brother Edward Clark. The hotel's architectural style has been described as both federal and neo-Georgian. And that's what I thought when I saw it. It looked like a Georgia plantation. It was really pretty. Yes. The front of the building has a portico supported by 30 by eight 30 foot wooden columns. And the hotel has a reputation for being haunted and was featured in an episode of the television show ghost hunters, which aired on August 25th, 2010. So two years before you went. All right. So I watched the ghost hunters episode and this is what I learned. The guys were basically invited because guests had heard the sounds of kids laughing and running in the hallways in the very early hours of the morning. And then when the guests would go out to take a look, there'd be nobody there. And then employees have heard their names being called several times over the years and then no one is there. They've heard phantom voices, doors being thrown closed. They felt cold bursts of air or like walked through pockets of cold air. They have seen shadowy figures and the guests and workers have been getting super creeped out, obviously, because who wouldn't? Um, here are some stories that they shared um, 
in the episode. So in the lobby, a waiter had gotten off the elevator after delivering room service to a guest. And as the elevator door opened, a cold feeling surrounded him. And before he knew it, the lobby door had just like burst wide open and no one had opened the door and there had not been like a gust of wind or anything. So he got so freaked that he quit. (laughs) Uh, There, Sorry, what? I know, me neither. I would quit too. I'd be like, uh, nope, not today. Uh, There was another incident when a waitress was coming up the stairs late at night in their main ballroom, and the waitress heard her name, Rachel, and she thought it was a coworker, so she responded, what? But no one would answer her, and they just kept saying, Rachel, Rachel. quieter and quieter until the voice disappeared which is super creepy and then in another instance two guests this time so the other two were workers but this time two guests a lady it was an older lady and her adult daughter were sitting in a rocking chair on the patio when they happened to glance into the windows of the ballroom so that ballroom is creepy and they saw a glowing orb going back and forth, kind of like dancing around in the ballroom. And then the daughter went to go investigate and there was no one there and there was like nothing happening. Cause I know that they do like weddings and stuff. So I would have thought like, Oh, maybe they're setting up for a wedding, but there was like nothing going on in the room. It was empty. Um, another instance room five, eight, five. Did you say in that room? Which room did you stay in? Do you remember? Third floor and the fifth floor, and yep. I stay on the last, last room on the fifth floor, which I'll tell you how I how you have to get there. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> in room, I know my face. In room five eight five, um, there was a lady, and she had a piece of molding that wasn't like it, like got dislodged somehow, and it flew off the wall right by the woman's leg. And it's interesting because, like you said, the fifth floor and the third floor seem to be a hub for a lot of the activity that's experienced at the hotel. And this floor, the fifth floor, is the floor where guests call down to the front desk in the middle of the night to complain about children running up and down the halls and laughing around like two or three every morning. And then when it's investigated, it's discovered that there are no little kids currently staying at the hotel, which is so creepy. (laughs) All right. I don't do, I don't do places where they have children. I know. I know. I know. Also, guests on the fifth floor often call and complain that it sounds like furniture is being dragged across the floor in the rooms upstairs from them. But plot twist, there is no upstairs because the fifth floor is the top floor of the hotel. There's no attic. There's no crawl space and no one's on the roof. So how creepy is that? I was waiting for that. I really wanted to hear that. I know. If I, I had to see anything, did, that would that would be I okay. I did have a couple of experiences that you're talking about. Oh, I'm excited to hear it. I'm actually a little bit scared, though. 
Um, in room 307, so on the third floor, a young lady was sitting at a desk working on something when out of the corner of her eye, she was she was staying at the hotel by herself, by the way, but out of the corner of the, her eye, she saw a figure walk into her bathroom. Startled, she went to the bathroom and no one was there. Oh. All right, let's just, let's just think of it. Let's back up for a second. You're alone, working. You see somebody walk into your bathroom and you're going to go to the bathroom. I know. <laughs> that sounds like the beginning of a horror movie. <laughs> I walk the other way. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah. Ugh. And then on the third floor again... There's an instance of a woman who was awoken in the middle of the night to sounds of a woman distraught and crying in the room next to her. So she went to go investigate. She went into the hallway and there happened to be a maid on their floor at the time. And the maid agreed to open the door next door to her using their like maid key. But when they opened the door, it wasn't even a hotel room. It was an empty supply closet. So, like, they, like, followed the sounds of the crying to an empty supply closet. That happens in so many hotels, and I actually want to experience that. No. That's something that I would actually like to do. I mean, I guess it's it's not in my room, so that would be okay. Not in your room, but still, it could go through the wall. Ugh, I know, because I don't have a body. Ugh. Okay, so now I'm interested to hear you tell us what you learned while you were there and what you experienced, if anything, during your stay. All right, so like I told you, you go in there and it's like it was really a night and I remember that it was so quiet because it was so late and we went in and the guy told us, okay, you're on the fifth floor, which I think is the room that you're talking about because he told me you have our last room. Which, I don't know. I, just, I wish I could remember the number. I wish I would taken a picture of the number. But I remember that the guy said, the thing about your room or your room or the floor, and I knew that that was another, like, clue, like, you know, point, like another clue from my clue hotel. Yeah. That he, when he said, you take the elevator to the fourth floor, then across from the hallway, you're going to see a door. That's the door that goes into the attic. So you take the stairs to the attic. You have to go to the attic? Yeah, because the elevator didn't go to the fifth floor. It only oh goes to the fourth God. floor. So then you go up to the attic, to the stairs to the attic, which, by the way, it's finished. It's modernized. You yeah. Know, it's but you have to take the stairs with your suitcases, by the way. And, and then our room was like the last, it was like this long, long, long hallway. And you could tell that the rooms ended and you still had like all this long hallway. So there were no rooms next to us. They were like, again, utility closets. Uh, no one to hear you so scream. <laughs> and from the deep hall, you know, that you have in your door, you could see the whole hallway. Oh I do have to say the rooms are absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember that I call you or you call me. I do have to tell you guys, I have the greatest daughter in the world. She calls me every <laughs> single day or texts me every single in the daughter department I want because she even texts us every single day. She checks on us like the little thing. So guys, yes, follow her. I, I, follow paid, her. I paid her to say that. Just kidding. <laughs> no, she did. So she actually checks on us and she was so fun because you were Mary at the time because I remember Brian was there laughing too. Um, and then I remember that um, that you that 
you and Brian were looking it up, but you didn't tell me the gory stuff. You were telling no. me, oh, mom, it's just like the service. And I'm thinking, cleaning goes, bring them on. <laughs> <laughs> but I do remember that it was kind of like, but I did have the best in all these places. I do want to put a plug in there. I don't know what they do to us. But I had the most comfortable beds and the most comfortable pillows and the best sleep that I have ever had in these hotels. It's like a tranquility type of thing that I feel when I stay there. I don't yeah. know if they do that on purpose, but it's like they have really comfortable bedding. And, and I just remember that. I remember the earring feeling. And I remember telling your dad, if I see anybody, like, in kind of like in a scary, like, You know, yeah. and behold, the next day I'm in the room by myself. Uh, I remember that, of course, because what is the person that you do when you stay in a place like that and you're alone? You take a shower. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so like in the Psycho movie. <laughs> I am. I'm taking a shower, and I just remember that I went downstairs and I decided to take the beautiful stairs because again, there's no elevator to the fifth floor. So I remember taking the stairs on one of the floors. I can't remember if it was the third floor or not. And I was taking pictures because you told me to send you pictures. You wanted yeah. to see if there were any orbs, you and Brian. Yeah. And I just remember that I stopped at the floor. And it literally, like, I remember getting chills. Like, I think about it and it scares the heck out of me still. You know that old, you, you know how hotels always have, like, cribs for children when you yeah. stay? In the hallway, they have this metal, metal, like sterilized cribs right in the hallway, just right there. And I remember thinking, ew, this ew. is like, you know, And I remember I went to the beautiful lobby. By the way, the staircase are amazing. They were just beautiful wood. And I remember going there, and I was encountered by a bellboy. I should say a bell man because it was a man. And believe it or not, my fears were, were confronted by the bellboy hat, the little bellboy hop uniform with the little bellboy cap, and the face was, like, sunken in. Was he and real? I am, I am definitely in the hotel California. Oh, my gosh. scary. That day, we didn't have an experience, but that night, we did. Uh, we did that night and it was a couple of things um i remember that your dad and i we had a dinner they always had the, the fancy gala dinner at this at this meeting and i remember that my door kind of faced like the, the front door to the hotel faced like kind of like the door to the bathroom mm-hmm. a little bit you know and I remember that your father was already dressed and he was in the bed. And he was just waiting. Of course, he's waiting for me. Hello, yeah. you know, Latina here. ready. And I remember that I, I was pretty much ready and I was about to put my, my dress on, you know, my, my beautiful dress on. And I was on my bathroom and a knock on the door. Well, finally, it, yes, it was a knock. It was like, it was like five. It was like 5.55, and it was a knock on the door. And that time is really important, by the way, 5.55. Just remember that time. Okay. And it was a knock on the door, and your father went running to see who was at the door. And again, remember, our room is the last room. You can see the whole hallway, and there's no one next to us. There's, like, no rooms next to us. Yeah. So I just remember that we heard that, and then your father went running, and he said, there's no one there. And there's you're like, what do no you mean there. there's no one there? <laughs> There's no one there. So I went over and he went over and he's, his back is against the door talking to me. 
All right. Yeah. And again, the knock happened, but at this time, there's a jiggle on the door. Like someone's <gasps> trying to put the key in. Stop. So that I went over and put the door in, and he said, "There is no one there." Even though we heard, like you know, you know the key for the door. And yeah. On the door, we heard that. Like, There's no one there. The third time. There was a knock again, and this happened because my husband's still at the door. Yeah, his back is on the door. Very confused, telling me you have to get dressed because obviously somebody wants to get in. So, is that person alive or dead? I don't know. Either way, I don't want to stick around. (laughs) We went over, and the third time, your father saw a cleaning lady dressed in, like, you know, those French cleaning outfits. Old timey. Yeah. And he said, oh, it's just a cleaning lady. And she turned right. And she went to the right room. And I looked at my husband. I said, there's no right room. It's just a wall. There's no right room. And he opened the door to see what she wanted. She goes, where did she go? She was just here. She was standing at the door. And she went to the right. But there's a wall on the right. So my husband freaked out. Uh. Yeah. Like she was the right as we hear the knock again. And at this time, your father is like really upset. Like, you know, when you're yeah. annoyed because people are knocking on the door. And this poor guy, he was, he had, he had hot blood, by the way. He was alive. There, you know? <laughs> he was alive. He stands there. He goes, Hi, um, would you like your room turnover? That is when they go over and they like clean your room for the night. They bring you fresh towels. They put yeah. candy on your thing. You know, they like yeah. clean up every room a little bit. And my husband said to him, "Have you been the one who's been knocking in our door all this time?" Mm-hmm. And he said, "No, sir." And he goes, "Because somebody's been knocking at our door." And he looked at your dad and said, "At six o'clock, we turn, we turn, we go to the rooms and we turn them over." Yeah. I hear you, sir. It happened. <gasps> oh, my God. That's all he said. And I remember that I just looked at my husband and I went like, oh, my gosh. This is so scary. It happens? That's all you have to say? It happens? So, yeah. That but, was I mean, I guess if you're going to be haunted by a ghost, that is probably the best one. Like, it's just a ghost that wanted to come and clean your room. <laughs> I wanted a cleaning ghost. Now, yeah. um, I do have to say that that night, your father did have an experience. And I think that that's the reason that he became a believer when he went to the bathroom. I think I told you. This, I think so. That he went to the bathroom like around 3 o'clock in the morning. It always happens at 3, guys. It's that bathroom, guys. The moral of the story is that if you go, if you stay in the places, don't go to the bathroom. Yeah, just hold it. <laughs> so the bathroom is very beautiful. And he was in the bathroom. And he remembers thinking, why does maddie have the window open because it is so cold in here it's fall in new york yeah. in the middle of the night kind of rainy. so oh he remember feeling that chill that everybody talks about it was really cold he said that it just dropped the temperature dropped really low yeah and he finished doing his business and he got up to check the window and the window's closed there's no yeah. draft no nothing that's closed so he went to wash his hands and he literally saw the fog in the mirror and the whole chill again. You know that fall when, you have, when you're breathing that cold yeah. air with the hot air in that fall? He heard that. And then all of a sudden he realized Maddie's in the other room sleeping. I'm like literally behind that wall. This beautiful room, by the way. Yeah. They used to have the wall. And he actually felt 
a present in <gasps> that room. And he said it was not a welcoming present. He presents. He couldn't go to sleep for the rest of the night. I was sleeping. I'm telling you guys, I have the best sleeps there. Yeah. And I remember that. I, I, I remember I woke up on his arms because he was hugging me all night. He was he spent the rest of the night sitting in bed. Aww. And he looked at me and he said, I need you to take a shower before I go downstairs for the to finish my meetings. I want you dressed. I'm gonna help you pack. And we're freaking leaving today. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but he didn't tell me anything until after we left. Like yeah. he didn't say what had happened. I knew something was wrong and I had to listen to him and do what he requested because he wouldn't leave me there taking a shower by myself. Yeah. So you knew that it had to be something big. He wasn't just like yeah. thinking it or I do have to put a plug for them though. Beautiful place the place super clean the service is amazing and the food in the hotel otisaga it is to die for no pun intended (laughs) (laughs) maybe that's why it's on it everybody still wears the old you know made uniforms and butler uniform but the food in there it was the best food that i had had cater in a long time yeah it was the Ooh, that's cool okay So, I think you would have laughed. I think I would have too. As soon as they were like, it's haunted, I would have been like, um, nope, bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, creepy. No wonder dad doesn't like it. It seems like they were like bugging him a lot, like knocking on the door yeah. to mess with him. And then like, I mean, ghosts should not be able to go in the bathroom. Like, can we not have any privacy? <laughs> I don't want a ghost <laughs> watching me while I go to the bathroom. <laughs> I know. Um, so okay. What is the next one that you have? Okay, so the next one was the Thayer Hotel. And so I'm going to go ahead and post a picture of that also on Instagram at Mr. Easton Unsolved. Shameless plug! Um, so from Wikipedia, yeah. I found some information. Um, and the information says, and, and this hotel actually has a really cool story. So the history of the Thayer begins with a fire. In 1894, which burned down the original hotel on that plot of land, the Charles Hotel. I didn't know that. Yeah. In 1894, Annandale did not yet have a fire department, and by the time the closest one was able to get to the scene, many of the buildings in the downtown area were lost. A year later... Um, in, 19, in 1895, a new hotel was built thanks to funding from both the Sioux Railroad Company and Albert Augustus Thayer. It originally operated as a railroad hotel, and it only had about 22 guest rooms. It was also the first building to have gas lights and then electricity, which came in 1905. Uh, the hotel hosted many um, famous guests. It, it's rumored that it hosted Al Capone. He stayed there renting out the entire third floor for himself and all of his guys. Um, by the mid late Those third floor guys. I know. What is it about the third floor? The third. So, like, <laughs> creepy things always happen at three in the morning and apparently don't stay at the third floor of a hotel either. Um, so, by the mid late 70s, the building was in rough shape and many people wanted to tear it down. They just don't like it anymore. Apparently, it was an eyesore. 
Um, but with the help of Mrs. Julia Barkley, the building was put on the National Register of Historic Places in 1978, preserving it and um, preventing it from being um, demolished. So after years of renovations, it opened again as a hotel in 1985. So it has changed a, a hands a couple of times since then and is now operating as a 12-room bed and breakfast. So now for the alleged paranormal activity that takes place from there. I found on hauntworld.com, they wrote, As the years progressed, more and more haunting tales emerged regarding the Thayer's bed and breakfast. These tales have emerged from people who simply passed through and lodged at the hotel, as well as from locals who lived in the same area of the haunted bed and breakfast. So strange noises are heard by guests, such as footsteps and thumping. The spirits of Gus and Caroline Thayer are said to reside in the buildings as guardians to the hotel. They are viewed as friendly spirits who simply work to assist the, the current owner in their work. The spirits of the women who would work to entertain the men <laughs> who, who traveled, I know it's getting saucy, who traveled through the city and stopped at the Thayer's Hotel are also said to have taken residence up at the hotel. So these women apparitions have been seen throughout the building and have been known to be a little nosy with the belongings of the women who stay at the hotel. <laughs> So guests have also reported the presence of ghost cats in the building. So I think I think Brian would like that though. Well, I guess you would no. know because you're allergic. So maybe you'd like start Black having cat, ghost, ghost allergies. No. <laughs> all right. So that was all the information that I had. I didn't have a ton. So tell us a little bit about your experience there. So I am going to disappoint you listeners this one because I didn't really had ex an experience that I can explain yeah. like there um, I just remember that the hotel even though you know they have changed it a lot it still has that feeling of old and, and I know that you don't like these by the way um, it has a lot of old people's pictures uh. like admirals generals oh I don't like old people's it just makes me feel like they're gonna follow me with their eyes yeah okay so let me just interrupt you for a second um my mom and dad would always make my brother and I go to my grandparents house every summer for I think a week or two um and my grandma would always put me in this one room that was on the bottom floor and it had a bunch of paintings or photographs of people and so like I would go to bed with like these old pictures of these old people staring at me and it was so scary on the grandfather's clock that would say oh yeah and the grandfather's clock that would wake you up every hour on the hour and just be like and it was like out in the middle of nowhere it was in the country so like it was super dark no like street lights or anything it was scary so i hope that you and dad had a lot of fun those two weeks because i was scared out of my pants like the whole time. I know. So this hotel's really fun. I should have gotten a clue though, because when they when they welcome you to the hotel, they actually give you a little package with like nose, like no nose, sorry, earplugs, like ear, like for to call, you know, to like balance the noise. Yeah. And they also give you like this sleeping tea. Oh, <laughs> so they're like trying to drug you. They were trying to drug me. So he 
here's the reason why, okay? The hotel is built in a beautiful place, okay? It's absolutely gorgeous. They have a lake right there, and then they also have a train that mm-hmm. goes below the hotel. Like, you know, you cannot see it, but you can hear it because it's all this um, vegetation that you cannot really see the, the train, but yeah. you can hear the train. So in the middle of the night, the train will go, and sometimes it will whistle. So I will find it very romantic, because, you know, the stories about the engineer blowing the whistle for the love of his life that was waiting for her you know, to whistle or whatever. So I always liked it. I didn't have any problem. And I like that noise, but a lot of people uh, complain about the train that they can sleep. So that's the reason that they give you those little earplugs and they give you the tea to just help you relax at night. Mm-hmm. I do remember the old pictures. I do remember. Oh, here's a fun story. I don't know if you, I don't know if you saw this one. So in the, like when you go to the back of the hotel, uh-huh. There's these benches, and you're looking at the water. And I sent you a picture, and I, and I didn't explain it to you. You guys have to see this picture. It's amazing. There is a castle in the middle of this vegetation of above. I can't remember the name of the guy who wrote The Wizard of Oz. But oh. he... Who wrote The I... Wizard of Oz? I know, we feel sort of American right now, Rochelle. We don't know that. <laughs> is it L. Frank Baum? Is that who it is? We're going to have to verify that information. Okay. But the guy that wrote The Wizard of Oz is seeming to get an inspiration because mm-hmm. that's kind of like where he lived. And he seems to an inspiration on that castle that I show you that oh. picture. So that castle. Yeah, I'll post that picture, guys. I'll figure out what it's picture is and I'll post fun. it. Oh, I'll, I'll send it to you again, but that, that was inspiration of the castle and the Wizard of Oz. Okay, so, so remind me, is the Thayer Hotel the one that's inside of West Point? So you need clearance to get to it? It is inside okay. West Point. I believe you need clearance to get in there because they need to check you prior to you go. Okay. They have okay. a lot of military people that stay there, which is probably the people, the old people. They make the best mashed potatoes down there, <laughs> by the way. So... <laughs> Like so if you don't mind potato bar, it was amazing. If you don't I, mind being haunted and getting sleeping tea, go there for their mashed potatoes. Here's my recipe. Just go to the hotel, put your earplugs on, drink your tea, and fill yourself with mashed potatoes, you have a great night. <laughs> but I believe that if you want to adventure, and by the way, if you go in the summer, they have a really cute farmer's market, like walking distance to the hotel. Mm-hmm. They all, you, just, just make sure you always take your ID with you and your pass, so you can go back and forth on the main, yeah. on the main gate. Um, they are very close to Salem, New York. Oh. Was it that one? I can't really, yeah, I think so. But Salem, New York, is that even anything? If I was Salem, Massachusetts, that was the big deal. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I made a mistake. <clears throat> Sleeping Hollow. Sleepy, Sleepy Hollow. Hollow. Okay, yeah, Sleepy that is Hollow. in New York. No, Salem, New York is a whole different show, Rochelle. Yeah. But Sleeping Hollow, they're very close to Sleeping Hollow. So I remember going there, and I have a video of me going to the, through the cemetery of Sleeping Hollow. Have you seen that, that movie? Have you seen the movie um, yet with yeah. Johnny Depp? I read the, I read the book. Um, I'm still a little afraid to watch <laughs> the movie. I do have to see it because he has Johnny Depp. I mean, hello, who doesn't like him? But, um, yeah, I read the book, the, ch- the children's version, by the way, because I teach them. You were scared of the children's version? <laughs> I was a little concerned, but. 
Yeah, Sleepy Hollow. Sleepy Hollow is the one that I'm in today. Salem oh. is a whole different place that I have been and we need to go. But um, Okay, so the Sleepy yeah, Hollow movie Hollow. came out in 1999. I did not know it was that old. I thought it came I out recently. Oh, no, it came I'm out. I'm getting a old. While ago. I mean, like a little while ago. I know there's so many movies out there, but yes, um, Sleepy Hollow. Sorry about that. I mean to say so, but it's Sleepy Hollow, and I did go there. I did go Yeah. There. And you know what, guys? It's what? It's a little sad little place. I felt like it was a little Why? sad across the culture. Why? I don't know. It just. I don't know. Maybe it's just because you have these ideas in your. Oh, did just not did it not live up to the height? Oh, yeah. And the cemetery, um, the cemetery is gorgeous though. It's really, it's a really gorgeous cemetery. I mean, look at me. I mean, I maybe I am a little freaky about Halloween. I I want to go to Sleepy Hollow to the cemetery. Yeah, but yeah, that was really fun. Well, that's a missed opportunity. They could they could bring in a lot of revenue, like a lot of tourist revenue, if they like made it more of a big deal. They should do that. Yeah, and that side of New York is very beautiful. Just we should, that, you know, where the Thornton Hotel is. It's very beautiful, very beautiful country. Yeah, we should be like Ryland on my trip last weekend. Did I tell you what Ryland did when we were in Jackson Hole? No, I can only imagine. <laughs> so we we drive to our cabin, we drop off our stuff, then we go into Jackson Hole. And Ryland says, we're walking down the street. We've been there for maybe like a half an hour walking around and looking at things. And all of a sudden, Ryland's like, I really like this city. And I'm like, yeah, me too. It's really nice. And she's like, we should buy it. And I'm like, okay, Mrs. Monopoly. <laughs> like, I like this town. It's mine now. <laughs> so maybe we should do that with uh, Sleepy Hollow. We'll just be like, you guys are doing this all wrong. We're going to buy it. <laughs> I'm like, again, I have nothing wrong with Sleepy Hollow, New York. I just got that vibe. Yeah. You know, that it was just like, they have so many opportunities. Yeah. To make such a fun little Yeah, place. it could be like a Maybe fun little Halloween it. town. Kind of like Salem. Like, oh, why don't yeah. they make it like that? I don't know. Yeah, Anyways. So that was really fun. And by the way, your daughter, it is. I can see your daughter declaring like a, like a, like, you know, an explorer. I declare this mine. I know. <laughs> I'm like, you can't just buy cities, Ryland. Like, how do you think the world works? <laughs> anyway, so lastly, we have the, I'm going to say it in a French way, the Beauvoir Winery. So That is the best place ever. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to read to them a little bit about it. So the independent order of odd fellows is religiously and politically independent fraternal is a religiously and politically independent fraternal order founded in 1819, so a super long time ago, by Thomas Wildey in Baltimore, Maryland. They constructed a number of buildings on what was originally a 240-acre farm in Library, Missouri. So, now known as the historic Odd Fellows Home District, it was established in 1900. So, there's, like, this group of people that lived in Baltimore, Maryland, and then they kind of built, like, this, like, compound in Library, Missouri. So, it is now home to the Belvoir Winery and Hotel, which is an active business. So, you can go there if you want. And this location is said to be extremely haunted. This was the one that had, like, the craziest 
things that happen. This one was the one that was fun to research. So visitors often experience unexplained supernatural phenomena. Ghost Hunters also filmed an episode here. So out of you had two, you had two out of the three of the hotels you stayed in were haunted enough to be on that show. So the buildings that remain include the administration building, the old folks home, and the hospital, and like an orphanage. So basically some of the creepiest things imag- imaginable to be abandoned on an a- like a 240 acre property are the buildings that the winery decided to keep. <laughs> And you're missing one, and I'm not even going to tell you until I talk. Okay, sounds good. You can teach me something. So it is believed that many of the nearly 600 people who are buried in the cemetery on the site may still be lingering around, haunting the winery buildings. Ghost sightings have included orphan children, a mischievous man, and a singing old lady. The stories of hauntings abound. People have heard odd voices and noises, including children giggling and running up and down the stairs. Doors have opened and closed by themselves. The current owner tells of an account of seeing a little boy in a red shirt, blue pants, and brown boots who appeared near the fireplace in their main lobby. And although the boy was visible, the owner could still see the details of the fireplace through him. Oh, I'm gone. Ah. <laughs> Children have heard, have been heard singing Ring Around the Rosie during all hours of the night in the hallways, which can we just agree that that's one of the creepiest songs of all time? That is such a creepy song. Yes, because it's like it's like a song about death. It's like a childhood song about the Black Plague. Like, it's so creepy. Okay, so the owner's daughter had a little girl talking to her. Is that gross? Um, I would be gone. I would I move. Totally yes, if, totally if Brian and I bought a hotel and Rylan was like, there's a little ghost girl talking to me, I'd be like, goodbye. <laughs> Uh, what is she saying? No, I wouldn't even want to know. I'd be like, a what is talking to you? Okay, get all your stuff. We're leaving. Uh, the piano plays on its own, and the stories your go on and that. on. Your dad heard the piano. Oh, he heard the piano? Yeah, he oh did. My he just didn't wake me up because he was me to go Rude! Oh, I know, gosh. I'm so mad. Okay, so perhaps the most haunted building on the property is an old brick hospital, obviously, where lots of people died. So on Friday nights each October, the winery offers public paranormal investigations. Apparently, they're super popular and they sell out quickly. So it's October, people. If you're interested and you're in the area, you've still got time to book your reservation and go do a creepy public paranormal investigation. Let's go, Rochelle. No! (laughs) So you should know, however, that during one of these investigations, a patron began to feel lightheaded when walking through the hospital. The woman sat down after feeling unsteady. Um, she stood after resting for just a few minutes and then she hit her head on a wall. Her eyes began, yeah, her eyes began rolling in the back of her head and she was sweating profusely 
And when she finally recovered, she had no recollection, like no memory of anything that had happened to her. It was like obsession. I know. And that's the stuff that I don't like. (laughs) (laughs) During the the hospital, it is to be known the most haunted place. Well, it makes sense because lots of people died. And they left it as, like it's still on touch. They left it they left it as they left it. So you well, it's probably because nobody wants to clothing. go in there. <laughs> yeah, you still can see clothing, you know, and, and the beds and things like that. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't blame it's them because... It's also not encouraged. It's also not encouraged by the owners to go see it because it's very unstable. Yeah. So they don't want to be liable for it. Yeah. But, yeah, they are, it's very, it, they told me and I'm like, no, thank you. Yeah, I wouldn't want to go in there either. I'd be like, uh, you want me to clean this place that's super haunted? Yeah, I'm not going to do that. My room had the view of the hospital. Oh, my gosh. And, and the other place that you didn't, that, that I'm going to tell you in Yeah, a tell me in a second. <laughs> okay, so what, I know that one of those buildings was converted into a nursing home. Which which building was that? Was that the hospital that was converted? Do you remember? So, do you want me to tell you right now? So, there's four buildings that they acquired, okay? Mm-hmm. One of them was an apartment building where old people reside. Like a hospice? You know, kind of like, or assisted living, okay. Not a hospice. Like an apartment building where people, you know, that people can still live there, you know, that, they, that they're okay. So, like know, assisted so living? Own. Yeah, okay. like that. So, things. The other room is, um, is a hospital. Okay. Yeah. So the room is open, which is the most haunted, by the way. That yeah. I told you before is the hospital. The next building. Are you ready for this? Mm. So it's like it's like you're going down. First you're fine, you're all, but you're okay. Then they take you to the hospital. You're okay. Then the third building next door to it is the hospice upstairs, which mm-hmm. you talk about. Yeah. What you didn't know is that my room, and I sent you a picture of this. Hopefully your viewers can see it. Have a ramp. That goes down below the hospital, and that's the morgue. Oh! <laughs> so it's like... It's a know, one-stop you know, shop. Holding up, then you go to the hospital, then we take you to the hospice, and then we just take a little ride down there. And I saw the ramp. Like, my room had the view of the ramp, uh-huh. and it goes to the morgue. So there's a morgue down there where... Oh! Uh, how creepy would it be to be somebody that like moves into that building? Because you know that like when you move into that building, you won't be leaving. Like, yeah, you you'll just keep down, going you know? down. Yeah. So then the fourth building, it was the place that they actually was the place that it was the most um, that they can actually salvage. Salvage is that you say mm-hmm. salvage? Yeah. And that is the winery. And then when we stayed there. It was, they had just refinished the, one of the floors that has, I believe they have 12 bedrooms upstairs that they yeah. did, and that is where we stay, and that used to be, are you ready for this? If I would have known this, I would have never stayed, just to let you know. It was yeah. an orphanage. Uh, I don't do those children on purpose. I think that they're very um, yeah. mischievous. They're kids, you know? So well, and it's just, like, so creepy. I don't know. Yeah, that used to be the orphanage. I do have to say... This structure of this building inside is amazing, and yeah. the view of this building is amazing, and they do perform a lot of weddings there. Outside. Yeah. Well, because, so, like, the, the, the day before you guys got there, there had been, like, a lot of people because they were doing, like, a wedding or something, right? Or No, it was the, it was the, sol- oh, sol- the sol- eclipse. Yeah, 
Eclipse. Yeah. yeah, it was Eclipse. That day. So everybody had been there right yeah. before you got there, and then they left. And then the day you guys stayed at the hotel, weren't you guys like the only people in the whole hotel, <laughs> like the only guests? So let me just back back up a little bit on this. So we are going to this place. This place is like its own little place. Like you have to go through the through like this little gate. It's a little back road. There's yeah. like nothing there. You keep driving, driving, driving to this driveway thing that is like the dirt road. And then you see the hotel from the front and you're like, holy crap. Because from the outside, even though as beautiful it is, they have kept a lot of the intact. There's still boards on the window. Oh. So, you know, some some floors have not been remodeled. So there's, there's still boarded windows. And you're thinking, okay, this is kind of interesting. Is this place going to be nice on the inside? You know? Yeah. Like, what is going on? So then your dad tells me as we're driving in, I'm looking at this thing. And again, for some reason it's still kind of like it's getting dark but not dark enough you know you can still see it because if, if i if i believe um i did a live on my facebook about yeah. the outside of the hotel yeah and you can still see it they have the original doors and everything it's absolutely beautiful but the guy your dad says oh by the way she said that if we come after i believe after four o'clock we have to drive to the back of the hotel call her and she'll come down and get us and then I remember parking, and it was like a shed with like all these farming tools. So you're like, am I gonna die? There's like this like thing you can kind of see the cemetery, and then you see the hospital. oh my gosh, four windows, and I'm thinking, holy crap, you know, <laughs> like this is not. A- you're like, is this a haunted hotel or is this a murder hotel? <laughs> exactly. Again, like this is a little more rustic than when we, you know, that first one that I stayed in. Yeah. So, Again, when you get to that floor, it's absolutely gorgeous. I mean, yeah. they did an amazing job on renovating this hotel. Each room, she left it unlocked, uh-huh. okay, for us to look because we were oh, the only guests. Cool. Each room has a book uh-huh. where people can write their stories, like the story, what happened, like, you know, their experiences, I should say. Uh-huh. Um, each we stayed in a very beautiful room. It was huge. The rooms, like, and again, that bed and that pillow, best sleep ever, guys. I'm telling you. <laughs> they, she told us in the in the at the elevator. So welcome. We're so happy that you're here. Um, by the way, just to make it clear, my husband and I and Rochelle, we do not drink. <laughs> so no. none of these situations happen when we are like drunk. We don't drink. We don't smoke of any version of anything. So yep. this is just us on the raw. So she says, we are so sad that the, the winery is closed, but if you guys want something, I have permission to give you some samples. Well, I like, know, thank you, we don't drink, but we would like to see it because the bar is beautiful. I mean, the actual bar, the woodwork is amazing. Yeah. So I was very hungry. We have been traveling across country. Yeah. Um, and it was very hot. You know how it's muggy down there? Yeah. So I said, we would like to eat something. They have no no restaurants there. Yeah. Because um, they have to have special licenses for that. So she recommended a plate. And when we came back, she told us, would you like a tour of the place? I, I can show you the whole place. And she gave us a tour. And she said, and just to let you know, you are our only guest. And I don't feel very well. So around one o'clock in the morning, I'm going to leave. <laughs> so you're gonna be the only people in the hotel? Oh my <laughs> She did say the name of somebody. Said, but he will be here, and if you need anything, you can you can like you know he will be here. Like if something happens, he will be here. Like a caretaker or something. 
Yeah, it was, well, then I said, he was a security guard. Oh, okay. uh, I said, because they do have to walk the grounds because a lot of people know about this place and they like to go to the hospital. And, they yeah. like, you know, they like and to it's not safe there, so. It's not, yeah. So, and it's very dark, by the way. There's no lights outside the hotel. Yeah. So, like, we took everything that we ever needed from our car because we knew we were not going to go to our car the rest of the night. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So I remember that I asked her, is this person the vein? Is does he have a body or does he have a see through body? And she said, No, no, he's alive. <laughs> he have to go all the all the way to the basement. I said, No, I don't go in all the way to the basement to find Oh yeah. I'm really no, no. Yeah, I'm really scared. Let's go all the way down to the basement. <laughs> That's like a bad idea. So we came back for dinner. She gave us this beautiful tour. I she told me that I could read anything that I wanted from the book. And again, guess the first thing I did when I was back in my room, Rochelle. What, take a I shower? Took a shower. <laughs> oh my gosh, you haven't uh, learned anything. Well, I have been traveling all day. I was That's being true. yucky and That's I wanted true. to get a good night's sleep. And your father slept with the lights on yeah. in that place. He did hear, okay, so this happened to me. You can take it or live it. I know what happened to me and yeah. I know it's true what happened to me. Your father did hear the piano play in the middle of the night. I did not. Yeah. He wouldn't let me walk through the hotel because there were no other guests. You know, yeah. that was kind of scary for him. He did lock the door completely. And yeah. he even put a suitcase in front of it. Um, I do remember around, I can't remember, I think it was 4 o'clock in the morning or 5 o'clock in the morning. I, um, I remember waking up. And you know when you're like, you're you're laying and then you see you open your eyes and you know when you feel like somebody's watching you yeah so i had that experience that somebody was so i wake up and as i open my eyes i see like legs next to my bed <gasps> and, as I'm, and as i'm moving like like you know when your eyes keep going forward 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 i see the legs i see the you know where your body like your stomach area yeah. and then somebody literally like looking over me to your father Ew! I get to see that face. I know it's a man. I know it's a man because he had the build of a man. Yeah. And I remember that I like immediately. You know, you realize you're sleeping at the beginning, and you're like kind of sleepy, and then you realize your brain finally clicks. It's like there shouldn't be anybody looking at you over your bed. Yeah. So I remember that I set up and I said, "Oh my gosh!" And I remember feeling that I was like going through something. Yeah. You know, and then I remember, I remember that your father woke up and says, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. And I go, where did he go? Where did he go? He was just standing right here. Yeah. Now, here's the funny part. Your father woke up and he looked at the closets to see there was like some hidden door for somebody who was playing a joke on us or anything. Yeah. He looked under the bed. He looked at anything. He didn't see anything. Our door was still locked. Nothing. But I knew. So your father said, well, what do you want to do now? And I said, what? Well, I'm going to go back to sleep to see if he comes back. Because <laughs> I wanted him to come back. And I wanted to do it. Now, here's what happened. You know that your dad has sleep apnea. So he sleeps with a machine. Yeah. You know? Well, he forgot it downstairs. Uh-huh. Um, in the car. And there's no light outside. It's like you couldn't even see, like, the like your hand outside when yeah. you went out there. pitch black. So I remember that he's like, I don't have my sleep machine. How am I going to sleep? Well, your father snores very, very, very loudly. Yeah. And all night long, he slept very loudly. And I remember as a joke, I looked at him after this happened, and I said to him, well, this actually proves it. And he goes, what? 
your snore can actually wake up the dead. <laughs> so, oh my gosh. A very, a very fun place to stay. Again, the service was amazing. You can see. Except where they abandoned you. <laughs> It is really fun. They do have a coffin downstairs with a skeleton oh. and a black rose on top of it because when a bride gets married, they bring a black rose to or a rose to George. Oh That's gosh. the name of the skeleton. He he was the caretaker of the place. Yeah, long, long, long time ago. That's what he wanted to do. He wanted to be. He wanted his remains to stay at the at the. So place. there, so it's a real fun. skeleton. Yeah. It oh, I bet it was a fake skeleton. <laughs> oh, it my is. God. The, the, the name is George. They have all this museum where George is, where they can find things that they have found from the hospital, like, you know, because they left it as it was. Yeah. Everything was left as it was. When they have beautiful woodwork, and I think I sent you a picture of the staircase. Yeah. And if you look at, at the corners of the staircase, you see indentation on the mm -hmm. stairs. It's because. Because it was an orphanage, and the children used to go single file on mm -hmm. the right to go up, and single file on the left. So the indentation of the stairs are the steps of the children oh. as they were walking up. So that was really Creepy. fun. Um, I remember that we woke up kind of late, and we were going to Chicago next, and we woke up kind of late, and we went down the stairs because we heard so we heard vacuuming. Yeah. Um, so we went to see, like, somebody was there because we were hungry and we were offered breakfast. They do have a really cute continental breakfast there. Yeah. And as the guy heard us, because the, the stairs creak. Yeah. And as the people heard us, everybody stopped. And, you know, and I was kind of slow going down the stairs. So they, they just kept looking at the stairs because apparently, when they saw me, they were relieved. Because apparently you hear steps going down the stairs or something. There's no backing. So they they were worried you were a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> they were worried that was one of those noises again. That's because crazy. they do say that they have a lot of lights that after they turn them off that they immediately flick back on. Oh. And things like that. So they were kind of relieved that it was us. Very, I mean, a very great place um, to stay. Very fun. And I highly recommend it. I do yeah. recommend it. It was the service was amazing and hopefully you won't be the only guest <laughs> and the innkeeper sleeps in the middle of the night <laughs> yeah okay so I wanted to tell another experience that happened because we kind of got on a detour but remember that exploration that I was telling you about the woman and she like the her eyes rolled in the back of her head and yeah. all that so during that same exploration investigators heard a deep growl coming from the room known as the mischievous man's room and uh, when they heard it again one woman offered to like go down and check it out and as she walked towards the room she became overwhelmed with an oppressive dark feeling like a weird vibe it, she said she explained it as feeling an overwhelming sense of doom or dread and eventually the the feeling got so strong that she just returned and she didn't even like check it out or anything and um when she came back to the group and she was like i'm not going down there because i get i'm getting like a really weird vibe the growling started becoming louder and louder and eventually um the investigators were so scared and like they do this for like a living but they got so scared that they ended up just leaving the building they were like nope i'm not doing this <laughs> 
And then um, another exploration, um, they said that they had tremendous readings on their meters when singing Mary Had a Little Lamb in the building that was once an orphanage. I guess that, like, their little instruments were, like, going off the charts. And this is creepy because you mentioned this in your story. Many guests also report a feeling of being watched. Some, yeah, some also experience the sensation of being hugged around the waist or grabbed by the shoulders, but when they turn around, no one's there. Oh my gosh. And then, like, it hugged around the waist, like, that must be an orphan child, right? Don't you think? I send you a picture, like I told you, each room has a book where people are encouraged to write their experiences. And I send you a picture of the one that it was written before before me the person yeah. that stayed there before I and mean, that person talks about about they heard a woman singing yeah they said they there was a, a singing, singing lady a lullaby. yeah so yeah that, it does happen i mean it was an orphanage i mean i, I like to think that those kids were treated right you yeah know? and i, I guess all felt, of the i never felt threatened yeah, and all of the stories of the children, the children are always laughing or singing. So you, yeah. it makes you feel like they must have had like as good of a life as they could have, like being orphans. Like it doesn't seem yeah. sad. Um, okay, so, so yeah, there were no no reports of anything. I never felt like yeah. it was being like I said. I oh, I always told dad I never wanted to stay at a place that it had ghost children, but I never felt threatened. Only that I don't like to be watched in the middle of the night. Well, when yeah, I'm when you're sleeping. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> Okay, so what is the next hotel on your haunted hotel bucket list if you even have, like, a, another hotel that you'd want to stay at? So, actually, I do, but I feel kind of guilty staying on this one hmm. because this one is literally, like, maybe five miles from my house. So, I feel weird staying at a hotel with this only five miles from my house. Oh, just do but it. it is the old Syracuse Hotel. Uh-huh. Like, it has been abandoned for so long, and then the Marriott Hotel came and renovated, renovated oh. the hotel, and it's, and it's known to be a very haunted hotel. So what is so, it called? The, um, it used, used to be the, the old Syracuse, Syracuse Hotel, the old Hotel Syracuse, I think it was called, but I think now it's owned by the Marriott. Oh, okay. When it's in downtown Syracuse. Yeah, really Hotel Syracuse, in- Hotel Syracuse. Yeah, that is, they say, it's a beautiful hotel. I mean, the the woodwork, again, in those hotels are just amazing. Yeah. And just beautiful. And I think I one of Rachel's friends got married at that hotel because I've seen, mm-hmm. it yeah. has like an image of the picture if you look it up, and I've seen pictures of it at the wedding, so. So, so maybe what I should do, Rochelle, for your show is take a, take a bunch of girlfriends and go on stay in that hotel and talk to the manager to give us a tour. Yeah, that'd be fun. Or better yet, you should come with us and stay. I would come if it was in Syracuse because if I got too scared, I'd just be like, I'm out. I'm going to go sleep at dad's with dad's. (laughs) So there's a couple of them that I want to stay at. Um, I always wanted to stay at a bed and breakfast that was haunted. You kind of did, though. The Thayer is kind of a bed and breakfast. Well, I think more of the Bellwood, the Bellwood Hotel. Oh, the Bellwood. Uh, it's more like a bed and breakfast. But I always wanted to stay in those old places. I know that there's many places in um, New York, like, um, not New York, Long Island. That yeah. That's a lot of, like, 
haunted places. I am not a haunted house type of girl. I'm yeah, like you I don't. Say, like, I don't want to walk like, through haunted houses. I just want to sleep there. <laughs> like I know that the jail and Alcatraz and all those places. Oh yeah, yeah. Know, like, yeah, I'm not into like that kind of stuff. I just like to stay in clean, renovated places. Yes. Have you ever <laughs> seen? <laughs> have you ever seen the movie The Shining? You've seen that movie, right? I have not. Oh, you haven't. Is it, is it like gory, scary? Um, I there's like it. a couple of parts. It wasn't okay. too bad, though. It wasn't, like, Saw or anything like that. But apparently, you can actually stay at that hotel that they filmed it. Yeah. Because my I friend stayed there. Apparently, every Halloween, they have, like, a huge ball, like, a huge dance. And then, like, everybody stays the night after. So, yeah, that that one seems a little bit creepy because it's kind of like the Belvoir where it was, like, just in the middle of nowhere. I don't really like that because it's, like... The the ho- the movie is based on the hotel, so like there really is somebody that has to go stay there every you know winter because people can't go up there. So it's based off yeah. of a true thing. So, oh, I need to see that. Yeah. I do remember at the Bell War looking looking out my window at this beautiful view, but then you see on the side that there's like this shed with like you know boarded all the, up all the, all the things that harvest and all the things that I was pointy and sharp and. And I'm thinking, oh, dear gracious. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not go near that. What a view. <laughs> okay. Um, well, Mom, I just want to thank you so much for agreeing and taking the time to be on the podcast today. It's been really fun <laughs> to have you. And we even made some plans to go stay at the renovated creepy Hotel Syracuse. Guys, look at the dedication. I'm afraid of this, and I am willing to do that once COVID-19 lifts up a little bit. I will go stay at a haunted hotel, and maybe I can even maybe I can even make the podcast while we're at the haunted hotel. That would be someone's going to maybe we can hear noises. Oh. Uh, now you heard it. She said that she will go with you. Yeah, today. it's on tape. <laughs> it's on. We'll take Ryland with us. Oh, I don't want to bring Ryland. She'll be traumatized. And also the ghost would probably be attracted to her because she's a kid. No, 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 no. <laughs> she's overthinking it. Because ghosts no, cannot, I, like, I, don't you know, I, like, don't you remember, like, kids are more um susceptible to, like, seeing spirit. Yeah. So I'm not going to bring her. No, no. Uh, let's not bring a dog either because animals. Yeah, yeah. Because the dog would start barking, and I'd be like, what? Why are they barking? <laughs> I know. But remember, fear is good. Fear means that you're still alive. Okay. <laughs> no, I don't want to get a heart attack, though. <laughs> I think it's going to be great. I think that I think that everybody should go to Mystery Still Unsolved in Instagram and look at the fun pictures that I see. Yeah. Because they're really and they're in, they're like somebody that I actually know, which just makes it more personal. So, anyways, it's been fun to have you today, the original Halloween oh, queen. <laughs> it was great. Thank you so much for having me. I had a lot of fun. We probably did this for a long time, but it was what is a Halloween special? Why not? Yeah, it's part two of the Halloween series, guys. Every Tuesday, I'm going to be doing a creepy, creepy story or maybe like a an infamous serial killer so this was a fun one because we we've kind of been doing murders a lot lately and i wanted something a little bit more lighthearted. so i think this is a perfect was this perfect considered lighthearted? well yeah i think so <laughs> nobody was murdered well we well you know we can always end with your favorite thing no no <laughs> 
Oh, I'm going to hang up now, guys. <laughs> She's going to make me poop my pants. Okay. All right. Bye, Mom. <laughs> Bye. Thank you. All right, guys. What do you think? Do you think these hotels are really haunted? Have you ever had a haunted encounter at a hotel? Or are you like me and you never, ever want to stay at a hotel known to be haunted? I'd love to hear your thoughts on today's episode, and if you have a personal paranormal experience, it doesn't even have to be hotel-related, just any type of ghost encounter, I'm sure that we'd all love to hear about it, so be sure to comment on the Instagram post I made today, at Mystery Still Unsolved. Join us next week, when together we'll discover, did someone ever place a useful tip, has justice prevailed, or is the mystery still unsolved?